Hey everyone and welcome to the Atomic Cinema Experiment. I am Peter and joining me in the Sci-Fi Movie Podcast is Tara. Greetings citizens. We talk about science fiction films on this here podcast and on this episode we are going to be looking at a recent release from this year. It's Captive State which came out in March I think. Uh, it's, it's on the, the home video formats now or it's on at least it's on up for VOD and we're going to talk about it and it's a sci-fi movie and that's what's going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. So yes I'm just kind of rambling at this point. I don't know where I'm going with this intro. I feel like I've said all the important <laughs> information and yet I keep talking without drawing a breath. How long can I go before I have to draw a breath? I'm just going breathe, to keep going. Man, I'm breathe. just going to keep going. <sighs> okay. You don't have to prove anything. <laughs> I have to prove everything every time, every day, with everyone. <laughs> Must prove it all. <laughs> this is an intense episode. Uh, and we don't have a Mystery Science Theater section this week. And I know I promised one is coming back next week. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going to do Mitchell. We're going to do Mitchell. Uh, but this week it's just captive state uh, all the time. Um, so you know, prepare, prepare for some tangents. Prepare for whatever else we normally do on this show. Uh, mm-hmm. It it could be meaningful discussion about the the themes of the film and the the technical uh, techniques that were used to achieve what was happening. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Or or it could just be, oh that that color was pretty. Oh, they, they, they look good. Or uh, you know, it, it varies. It varies. <laughs> like, this reminded me of a different film. Let's talk about that for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the impression. Now I don't want to get too cocky here because because last week I really thought I knew what Tara was going to say about Alita Battle Angel, and <laughs> I was so I was so sure of myself that she mm-hmm. swerved me with oh I actually quite like this movie, but I'm getting the impression so far from, from okay. my co-host <laughs> this evening that she did not in fact enjoy Captive State. Uh, before she answers that yes. question though. Before you answer that question, I'll just remind you that we will start spoiler free. We'll give you a warning in the middle before we go into spoilers. I'm just getting the housekeeping out of the way, right? <laughs> just so we could do it. Um, and before we get into one more piece of housekeeping, I want, I want to promote this at the start because one of the things that we want to do in this show actually is occasionally answer some questions from you guys, um, either at the end of the show. Right, probably at the end of the show. Um, maybe as an alternative to the Mystery Science Theatre section, maybe in addition to if it's a shorter episode. Um, uh, so we can accept questions on Twitter at the Ace Podcast, which we've had for a while. Uh, so follow us on there. But we can also also now accept them via email. We have an email address that is for questions for all the shows we do. So one of the things you have to do is make sure you put the, the title of the show, in this case, the Ace, in the, the subject bar, and make sure you send your name to it. But what's the email address they can now send us questions, Tara? Uh, <laughs> it is mftv questions am I doing my right? yeah Bye-bye. you're right yes. mftv questions at gangstamail.com <laughs> that's gmail.com for those of you who don't speak gangsta? <laughs> gangsta yes so yes that's, MF- that's mftvquestions at gmail.com for, for everyone uh, or gangster mail as, as Tara so eloquently puts it um, so you can send us questions there you can send us evergreen questions about sci-fi movies in general uh, or taste in movies or whatever uh, we always tell you what's coming next week on the show um, actually that said they do go up a week early for patrons meaning that <laughs> only patrons actually know what the next one's going to be 
so maybe, maybe you can't actually ask a specific question for the show but here's what we'll do actually if you want actually what you can do is after an episode goes out you can ask us questions about the previous movie we did and we'll a- answer any questions about the previous movie at the end of the next episode uh Ooh, so be that'll be how we handle that if you want to ask specific questions about a movie that we talked about um so uh yeah so just wanted to make everyone clear of that at the start of the show before we get into all the meat of it um so Captive State. Captive State is a film set nine years after aliens have invaded and basically one, they've forced the surrender of, of the governments of the world and we focus a story in Chicago uh, where the police force is run by what they keep referring to as the legislators. Uh, that's what they keep mm-hmm. calling aliens. And, the lawgivers. Yeah, and John Goodman's like this, this detective who's kind of high up in the, the cop ranks and he is looking for the 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 resistance essentially the sort of the underground essentially human terrorists that are trying to fight back and we kind of follow a plot with them to to try and we'll just say do something <laughs> with you know with the aliens um and that's kind of what the movie is about uh so we'll save any more plot for spoilers after the spoiler wall uh as i used to put it on a on screams after midnight i guess i'll bring that back i don't know i don't know i feel like anytime we talk about the wall now we're talking about you know trump and his stupid you know border <laughs> wall uh there was once upon a time it was just the innocent spoiler wall that didn't really mean anything bad and now it's all these con- connotations <laughs> thank you you orange little bastard you ruin everything all right um i, I didn't <laughs> jump to that but um i i see why <laughs> <laughs> um so tara Yes, Peter. <laughs> Did you enjoy Captive State? This movie sucks. <laughs> it sucks so much. No, I didn't enjoy this movie. Do you remember watching the trailer, like the first one? I do, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I think I saw it at like, uh, I want to say like a Super Bowl commercial or something. I, I, think I can't it... quite remember I think that was when I was still we were still doing trailer talk as a separate show with Connor, and I think me and Connor talked about it, and it was an intriguing enough trailer from what it was. It was like a little teaser, yeah. you know. The trailer was so good. It was like, uh, it was it was like the speech that a guy is giving over in like a, an arena, like a football arena, and or a stadium, and uh, it, it's 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 like yeah, we we have no crime and. We have no, I don't know, like poverty and thanks to our, our great legislators, our leaders. And here they are. And they introduce these aliens and like, oh, what a cool idea. Like it's going to be an allegory for uh, for like what humanity is willing to do and give up if it means peace on earth, you know. And uh, nope, this movie sucks. <laughs> it's not that at all. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it should be about That's that. That's like a trailer. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, I don't know if I can bring the passion that uh, you did to your uh, your your. I think it's thoroughly mediocre, uh, virgin on bad. <laughs> this movie's bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's. I mean, there, there was there's one scene towards the end I quite like. Yeah, well, you'll have to convince me that it's There's just one. Like, just one. It's worth watching the movie for. I'm not. I didn't say that. I, I did not say that. Don't, don't, 
don't, don't, don't put that in my mouth. Um, I don't even know what scene it could be. Like, it just got worse as it went on. It's, it's, more, it's, it's not so much that the scene itself works. It's more that conceptually, I like the idea of the scene. If the rest of the movie actually was good and built up to it, I would have really liked that scene. But okay. because it isn't, it, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, this could be great uh, kind of idea. Right. Look, I'm looking yeah. for positives, all right? Where where was this hateful passion last week when I was ripping Alita to shreds? Eh? Where, where was the backup then? <laughs> I liked Alita. Alita had, like, you know, a nice characters that are likable and um, well, I, I, cool effects. I'm glad, uh, I'm, I'm glad you started with likable characters because let's talk about the characters in this. Can you, can you remember a single character's name from this movie? Yeah. John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman. Vera Farmiga. <laughs> Alan Rock was in this movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, the guy from Veep. Uh, <laughs> Who's the guy from Veep? I don't know who that is. Oh, he plays the dad in all the Transformers movies. Oh, Kevin Dunn. I know who that is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Dunn. He's great in Veep. Is he? Well, that's good it's to hear. Uh, Madeline Brewer from Handmaid's Tale and Cam. She was in there in a small role. Um, the I actually, uh, kid from Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah, I actually didn't notice him in the movie, but apparently Kevin G. O'Connor from The Mummy's in this. Uh, yeah, he's Benny, you know. Oh, yeah. Looks like he's I get all the horses. You know him from yeah. The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in there. Uh, apparently, but I only know what it looks like with the little mustache and like the the fez on. So I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't catch he's got him. all the he's got all the um like iconography for different religious symbols, and he keeps praying mm. to all of them when he sees the mummy. Yeah. Look at you try to talk about the mummy. You try to divert us into mummy talk. I see what you're doing. <laughs> That's what we do. You slime minx. I so you see want to talk about that for 15 minutes instead. <laughs> I did the mummy ride recently at Universal Studios. Oh yeah. Uh, I waited like almost an hour and the ride was like three minutes. I forgot. I didn't even respond to the question, do you want to talk about that for 15 minutes? And Tara just immediately launched into an anecdote about the mummy ride. <laughs> it's way more interesting than anything in this movie. This movie stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love this so much. The fire. I really hate this film. Uh, also, Ben Daniels is in this, who was on... Uh, the Exorcist TV show. Uh, mm-hmm. He was good in that. Just yeah, There's a lot of names of what I'm saying. Yeah, is. a lot of people who are good in other things. Yes. For some reason in this movie, even John Goodman is not very good like in this movie. And do you know the weird thing is, is that this director has one other movie that I have seen and I actually really like. Yeah, me too. I looked it up. Yeah. And I don't just like it. I love it. Yeah. Rise <laughs> of the Planet of the Apes is a... I mean, here's the thing. I thought that movie was fantastic when I saw it. The only reason why I wouldn't... I'd maybe not call it fantastic now is that the next it's two... Because there are two better ones. Yeah, we're even better. <laughs> so now I kind of have to just have it great. <laughs> okay, so Rise is great. It was great like, yeah. when it came out because nobody wanted a remake of a movie because we got one with Tim Burton and it was garbage. So... Well, of course, Tim Burton made it. Well, of course it was garbage. Um so i mean i'm sure i'll tell this story at some point and i actually have done it because i've done these that those three movies with connor in the past and i'm sure we'll do them on this show at some point after doing all of the classic movies because we never did those uh yeah, in the past the classic ones are so good right but my, my thing with rise of the planet of the apes was always when i saw the trailer for it like i was like regardless of how good the quality may or may not have looked in the trailer i, I don't remember the trailer being great i remember it being kind of just okay but 
Yeah. I, I remember feeling my, my my gut reaction was like, who wants more Planet of the Apes? Who like who is this made for? I remember being so cynical and what you know why does this exist? It looks like it's going to be really mediocre. What what is this movie? What is the point of it? And I came out of that movie being like they proved me wrong they justified why this movie exists yeah. and they justified that someone had a great idea and then i saw dawn and the planet of the apes and i said you know what that was built in the original film right at this point they, oh, they, yeah. they have surpassed and i love the original you know 1968 planet of the apes but dawn is a better movie war on honestly oh, is a better movie i don't movie. know man that original one really holds up no it's great i love that original movie i think the trilogy i think rise dawn and uh, war i think that is a better that trilogy is the best apes thing of the franchise that is the the best part is that trilogy okay but i do really like those original like even beneath is pretty good um, where, i think that's the one where they worship the bomb and stuff I oh yeah the really big the big heads the, from star trek yeah <laughs> <laughs> the big head things yeah um yeah yeah but we'll, we'll we'll do all those movies at some point on this show so we'll save save the... i think i don't know the original planet of the apes really holds up oh, uh, it's a great movie I, I wish if anyone hasn't seen it yet that they could see it without it being spoiled for him but oh uh, no one can catch him young yeah um <laughs> like i i jo, jo, i actually think it'll get easier to see that movie without being spoiled as time goes on because i feel like the generation that made all the jokes and tv shows that spoiled it for us like kids you know who are like 20 years younger than us won't be watching those shows they won't hear mm-hmm. the, this reference over and over again so i actually think in 20 years time it may be easier for new people who are maybe teenagers to have avoided it somehow that's true that's my guess i could be completely wrong though because maybe we'll be the pricks and we'll be like <laughs> they're on earth the whole time <laughs> i guess we are <laughs> Oh, come on. Who is listening to a sci-fi movie podcast who doesn't know the end of the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> okay, but don't spoil Silent Green. Okay, okay. Although that was spoiled for me before I saw it. I just wanted to say that before. Not for me. Boom. Let's do it. glued in front of the TV, so... <laughs> <laughs> I watched everything before the age of five. <laughs> um, I never saw Silent Green until like two years ago, so, I mean... I don't have much of a chance to, to, to avoid it. Um, we watch that one this week instead. Well, but hey, Rupert <laughs> Wyatt, like, yeah, so he, he, he made Planet of the Apes, which is good. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which yes. is a really good film. This is Rupert film. Wyatt we're talking about. Rupert Wyatt, the director. Right, the director. But he did not write it. That's true. He's not a credited writer. And in this movie, he wrote and directed so but i really think the direction was the problem here i mean the writing sucked yeah Yeah. but like the direction was was not good he did co-write with erica beanie just to uh yeah full disclosure he's not the only writer on here like and you can't spell america without erica thanks you don't get that (laughs) reference but everyone who watched stranger things season three is rolling with laughter right now (laughs) rolling with laughter (laughs) It's true. I don't volunteer for Netflix unless it's like the uh, Black Mirror. I'll watch Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Well, you looked at Sabrina now too. You you you, you opted into yeah, that I one. Yeah, I like Sabrina. That's true. You opted into that one. Um, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if I could talk you into doing Dark someday, even though we've already done it. I'll just so I've got an excuse to watch it again. <laughs> I'll understand it even better this time. <laughs> How long has it been since we talked about Captive State? It's been a while, I think. <laughs> so, Captive State... Yeah, I brought up the director. You brought up the director, <laughs> yeah. Right, so, 
this is actually one of my least favorite styles of of uh direction actually in this movie is that everything is so disjointed and it's lots of little quick scenes there's not a lot of time to really get to know any of the characters there's not a lot of time to feel anything for any of the characters like it was jumping around characters so much that i don't care honestly and you're going to hate me for saying this because i know you, you like war movies right but what the problem with this movie for me is actually the reason why I don't like a lot of war movies is that it feels really impersonal. I uh, I wouldn't put this in a war film category. Oh no, I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying it is actually a war movie, but I'm saying it shares that trait that I I, I feel I have with a lot of war movies. Not all of them, obviously, but uh, is this this? Uh... You're still thinking of Dunkirk. I know you're hurt. <laughs> it's okay. He's making another movie. And it's going to have some weird timeline thing in it. And all the Nolan fans are going to be so excited to see it 500 times. And it's going to be the greatest thing. They're all going to be so sad when it's not winning Best Picture and he's not got Best Director again. <laughs> do, 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 you, do, you, do you promise it'll make up for Dunkirk? Hey, Dunkirk is a great movie and you're wrong to hate it. I don't hate it, but it made me sad. I know. <laughs> me too. Is this the it first... was a really sad war film. No, All those people died. It made me sad because it was the first Nolan film that I didn't immediately want to rewatch. <laughs> it upset me. Yeah. I felt Just so... go back to your Dark Knight trilogy and cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I always, I always break down enough. See, see Rises, people shit on I That last 10 minutes of Rises, it breaks me every time. I'm, I'm like, yes! The legacy of it the Dark Knight! It would have been great if... Uh... Anne Hathaway wasn't in it, but whatever. For some reason, he likes to use Anne Hathaway. Tara has the the Hatha hate. Uh, yeah, it's which, a real thing. It's a sickness. Which might be the first time she legitimately ever made me laugh was when she said she has the Hatha hate. Uh, just just for the, the record. real thing. It's a condition. Uh huh. And it's contagious, so yeah. watch out. <laughs> so. But it's very disjointed. It's, it's cutting around characters a lot. You, you, I'm barely getting to know one character. He's already in like turmoil, and it's fine to start off with a character in turmoil because it's quite common to like start them in an action scene and then like slow down after the fact and get to know them. Then that's quite normal for the start of a movie. But this movie never slows don't we down. Get him, don't we get introduced to him? I guess we see him as a child, but then we get introduced with him like with uh, Goodman like voyeuring him and, while he's like having sex with his girlfriend. Yes, yes. Um, That's a weird way to introduce a character. Yeah, he's got surveillance in his apartment, yeah. Um, it's odd, it's odd. I, but you know, it never slows down, and you never really get to... And by the time like, you feel like it maybe will slow down, it jumps to other characters that we've just been introduced to, and we follow them instead for a while. You see, I found that when I was watching it, that we get introduced to a bunch of characters, and then we get introduced to a bunch more and then we kind of leave those other characters behind for a long time. And it was like we were watching two different movies, like about two different groups of people. And I kind of was like, wait, what? I thought this movie was about that guy. Like, where is he? And he and, and yeah. he's getting lost. And here's the thing. At the end of the movie, and we're not in spoilers yet. I'm not going to say anything plot details here. But at the end of the movie, the final like 10 minutes really actually tries to pay off emotional attachment. It tries to be an emotional ending based on these characters. And this is what I was getting at earlier when I said that if the rest of the movie had actually properly built up to this, I might have actually really liked the ending. I actually think the ending conceptually is fine. The movie just doesn't actually earn it. <laughs> it doesn't earn yeah. me caring about the characters enough to actually pull it off. Um, does that does that make more sense now that I've explained it that way? Yeah. Okay, good. But I don't like it. 
That's no, that's fine. That's I'm not saying I like. I'm saying I'm saying that if, if even if it had emotional payoff, I'm like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, I. The, yeah, it jumps around it's so like much. It's like a cheap ending to me. Yeah, but I see. It's only cheap because it didn't earn it. I'm saying that conceptually, if the movie actually made me care about the the, the two or three core main characters, um, like I'm a, I'm a sucker for a certain thing, and I'll I'll say what it is in spoilers because I can't say it here, um, and it was trying to do that thing, but unfortunately, okay. it just wasn't working because I didn't care. I didn't care about any character in this movie. Just like I didn't care about any character in Dunkirk. Um, <laughs> I cared about the characters. Of, of course. We should just review that movie. Of, co- of course. I will say about Dunkirk, though, of course it's excellent looking the entire time. It's well directed because Christopher Nolan knows how to direct a movie. <laughs> um, uh, but... And a war movie. Full of great characters. <laughs> who make me cry. I don't know. Uh, you know what? No, we're not doing it. We're not getting into, we're not getting into Dunkirk. All right? Just give in. Given Peter, this is now our war movie podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you. I tell you what. April Fool's Day every year we'll do a war movie, right? Instead of a sci-fi movie, just to appease your all you fans at the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> we'll appease your war movie uh, desires once per year. Yep. As a joke. Uh, I love like Christmas because because April might be our, our like sci-fi mega month or meltdown month. Uh, it'd be weird to start it with a war movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's sci-fi month oh we're doing we're doing uh <laughs> you know pass of glory first <laughs> oh yeah this is a really good idea yeah. you want to talk about pass of glory for 15 minutes i've said too much i shouldn't have said that <laughs> i've taken us down a path that we, we can't go we can't walk back now um <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I want to say spoiler free. I feel like, I don't know if there's much else I can say. Um, yeah, I think I, I really do enjoy most of these actors that I recognize from other other projects, other films, and uh, but I they really weren't good in this movie. Like there are plenty of scenes with just two people going back and forth, and it's like, wow, like this is confusing because I thought you guys were really good, but the delivery is flat or it's like over the top or. Well, there's one like line reading that john goodman does i think around the end where it was just like like he was reading it for the first time <laughs> like off of a card there, there's that's the, actually just another problem that we have and i think the part of the reason why there's so much back and forth with just two actors and why it's so stilted is because there's so much exposition they need to give in this movie to explain what the world is and like we did the terminator you know a couple of episodes ago right and just think Great about film. how complicated that movie is if you you know to, to explain right like there's a war right so an ai device becomes sentient takes control of the world's nuclear weapons wipes out almost all of humanity then enslaves the human race but a savior rises up named john connor who teaches other humans how to fight and fight back they ultimately win the war but in a last ditch effort by skynet the ai system who's developed a time machine sends a terminator which is a cybernetic organism with living tissue on the outside back to 1984 to kill the mother of john connor before he's even born 
But the humans are aware of this, so they send Kyle Reese back, a protector, a defender, back to 1984, so that he can protect Sarah Connor from the unstoppable killing machine, even though in present day 1984, there's not the advanced weapons that he might need. Also, he ends up being uh, the father of uh, John Connor, creating a paradox. Think of how much I had to say there, how complicated that was when you just... It was like you just melded into James Cameron (laughs) and you were making the pitch to Orion. (laughs) Wow. Think about how much information was packed into what I just said, right? And then think about how naturally and non-confusing it is in that movie. At no point in the Terminator are you confused. Never, no. Right? You get... Because at the start of the movie, you get get a little bit that just says there's a future war with machines, but the final battle takes place in the present. And then, you know, we see them arrive in present day, and we just... Okay, we get that he's unstoppable, we get that he's weaker, and they're going to get to her. But then, after we get some action, he starts to explain some more of it, and it's questioned by people who think it's ridiculous, and he has to kind of defend it. Like, there's all these things that dole it out in ways... Because we talked about how the exposition's delivered when they're on the move, it's in the middle of an action scene when Mm -hmm. when he first explains some of this stuff all of these things this movie let's just talk about the way the world is even though we all live in this world even though we've all been here as it's all developed you know you know beat by beat it's been the last nine years there's not there's not a new character that needs or to... it's just like secret coded messages all the time that we're just following it's like uh, i don't want to listen to this yeah or like the, i don't o- care about this the opening title sequence has like like computer messages from like someone in the resistance I think I think it's oh, meant to. I know it's like it's so bad. And it, like I thought, it's it was like, just... who's taping all this? Well, I I, th- <laughs> I think we do find out at the end, but we can't say for spoilers. But um... okay, yeah. But like, why would they type all this stuff? Like, it's. I don't know. There was a lot it's... of it, yeah. Because I, I thought, okay, you give me a couple of screens of this, fine. But it went on for, there was like 10 messages that were all separate screens, you know, like, giving us all this exposition. And I thought, well, at least that's out of the way. And then there's so many scenes of characters just, like, explaining things to each other or... Or, or even not even explaining to her, but just like really having to like hit home like the way the world works. And I love mythology and sci-fi movies. I love setting up what, oh, know, yeah. what the rules are in the world and how things have changed and whatever. But yeah, all... and I'll even I'll accept ridiculous things if it you know if it's gonna tell me something cool. But, the, but like there's a way to do a lot of it visually and through action instead of like just explaining things and to do it in a way because. I think they actually do some of it through actions in this, but they do it in so many of these little short, quick scenes that you're just been you're being assaulted with information like so quickly early on in the film that it doesn't flow very well. Yeah. You know, you're just I don't know, and it's another thing that leads you to being disinterested. Like, so the character's not you know the main character kind of is Gabriel Drummond, right? I had to check his name because I didn't remember that. Uh, he he, we're kind of following him more than anyone else, right? After because there's a scene at the start where we see that him and his little brother or big brother, uh, are kids, and their parents are trying to get out of the city when all this is first happening, right before uh, humans like sort of surrender, and we see his parents get vaporized. The the, the aliens have got these weapons that just vaporize. Which, by the way, is I actually thought was kind of cool. Yes. But then never happens again. It happened <laughs> when uh, it totally should be happening. It does happen once again. It happens on it the does? on the buses. One person gets vaporized on buses later on. Mm. No, I, 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 I agree. Something pulled off the bus. But I, I agree. I agree though that it doesn't like it feels like they should be easily taking humans out whenever they it's want not, to. Yeah, it's not consistent. Yeah, um, because I thought that was pretty it's cool like, too. Um, it's like fan four stick when you first meet Doctor Doom, 
and he like blows people's brains up by pointing at them and then he just doesn't do it with the Fantastic Four like he's got the superpower why doesn't he use it just blow their brains up just do the thing where you point and you win do what I love about that is that that is like the smallest complaint you could have mentioned about that film <laughs> that film has so much wrong with it that, that, that is at the bottom of the list but yes um but uh. The, 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 where are you aware that in that Fantastic Four movie that all four members of the Fantastic Four aren't on screen together until the, the, the final fight the, Ben yeah. and Sus, Susan have never met by that, by that point they've, never, well, they've, they've been in the room together but they've never spoken to each other by the time they've formed the Fantastic Four no I only saw the movie once <laughs> I actually, I actually saw it a second time because I recorded a, a commentary for it for Patreon. So, um, you can hear a, a whole hour and forty minutes of me tearing that movie apart on Patreon.com. Slash for Mailfest one dollar. For five dollars, actually, but yes. For five dollars. <laughs> for five one dollars. For five one dollars, yes. <laughs> oh dear. Um, do you, know, do you know the sad part is though? I feel like that movie is worse than this movie by far. But that movie is more That's interesting. Like, <laughs> there's, there's more to say about that movie than this movie. Fan, fan Forestick, I think, yeah, there's there's more that I'm passionate about in that film because I'm like, why? I don't know. There, there's a lot in it that could be good. Like, I actually didn't mind the tone of it, but like, it just went in such a weird direction in like part two. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's yeah. actually kind of fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, it's technically a sci-fi movie. I mean, we can do it. Right? Yeah, we we can't rule it out as an option. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that'll be a it's goal. It's not very good, but it's almost worth watching just so you can just for the puzzle of it. Like, how did this happen? Maybe we'll make that a Patreon <laughs> goal. We'll do a an extended Fantastic Four review. Um, you watch another commentary <laughs> I feel like if we just talked with each other instead of doing a commentary it'll actually end up being longer than the, the commentary track was yeah we do tend to tangent we've done it like 15 times already so well that's because you said you want to talk about everything but this movie that that was literally your opening this movie sucks that was your opening <laughs> statement <laughs> I can imagine you on the stand, you know, getting sworn in. You're like, okay, you're under oath. Um, I mean, you're an atheist, so I don't know what you're under oath to. But I mean, that's a question for all day. Um, you're under oath, and they're asking you about the case. Like, My own good character and conscience and integrity. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What you're or like with. the original script of uh, the Cage. <laughs> Which is the first episode of Star Trek for anyone who's uh, unaware. The a television show. Yeah, the original pilot. Um, no, no. I, I've got a copy of One Thousand and One Movies to See Before You Die. That's my Bible. I'll swear on that. Oh, you know what it? You know what it should be? It should be an original, the original script, typed by William Shatner, for Star Trek Five. The, yeah. The fi- what was, was it in the movie? Yeah, Final Frontier. Yeah. Star Trek fan because over I here. In it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. How could you forget the name of your favorite Star Trek movie? Okay, I love that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna do that one for Christmas. For or Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I've already reviewed Star Trek Five. Come on, though. That means we don't have to do them in order. 
since you've already reviewed them. We just have to review Star Trek V for Christmas as your Christmas present. Yes. What do I get? I don't know. I'm the one that's important. <laughs> I'll I'll trade I'll trade you uh, some reviews uh, of a certain hit television show. Uh, I don't want to watch Buffy. <laughs> Come on, damn it, women! You watch some Buffy, I'll watch some uh, Final Frontier with you. <laughs> no, I want to review it for the Ace. We're not going to review Buffy. We could we could we could uh, do a sub show. Let's call it the Atomic Serum Experiment uh, colon. And the hell knows. Yeah. Colon, all right. Let's keep going. <laughs> Speaking of, we should talk about the aliens. We should. Yeah, the speaking. Are we in spoilers yet? Can we just go into spoilers? <laughs> what Tara wants, Tara gets. Fine. Full spoilers for <laughs> Captive State from henceforth. Yes. Aliens are speaking. Alien design. <laughs> Well, it turns out they're wearing suits, right? Because you see them at first <clears throat> in the opening scene, which I was really surprised that we got to actually see what the alien looked like right away. Mm. After the parents are vaporized, you get a close-up shot, and it's like a, a humanoid figure, but taller and, like, bendy. And he's got what looks like fur, except the fur pops up, and it's like these six-inch, like, spikes. porcupine spikes yeah. just... Uh covering it. it actually for, for anyone who's played uh, Resident Evil 4 it, it's like an, an even spikier version than the Iron Maiden version of the Regenerators if anyone uh, has played that game that's what it reminded me of but even spikier yeah they kind of move around like a liquor a little, a little, bit. A little bit yeah uh, they, they, yeah, very yeah. erratic kind of movement um, they even have kind of like a uh, a clicker kind of sound almost from Last of Us kind of going for it what we're, yeah. say, what we're a saying lot is, of video games yeah it's a very derivative of a lot of different things that feels like it's came together yeah. to, to and create this. I was thinking because it gets it turns out the porcupine thing is a suit that it wears and it can't breathe in the atmosphere because we do see later on the face of the alien. Which is a very unfortunate design. It's an asshole. Let's just call it a It's a bubble. It's an asshole. It's like we love the designs of uh of H.R. Giger, but what sexual organ did he not use? <laughs> the butthole! <laughs> That's because H.R. Giger was not a fan of anal, thank you very much. He was a classy gentleman who only liked to yes. do penis and vagina. <laughs> that was his favourites. He did penis and vagina over and over again, and that's all he did. <laughs> what if we make it a butthole? It's a butthole... Oh, it's so bad. It, it legitimately <laughs> reminded me of my cat's ass. I'm not going to lie. Every time the cat's in front of me and the tail's up, I'm like, yeah, that's what that alien looked like. It <laughs> was <is> so bad. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy yourself, Tara. This, this, this review's going, going, going well. Uh, it's, giving, it's giving me my old man laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. So let me ask you this. Like had, I don't know if it was like leftover from the suit it was wearing, but it was got like this sliminess around it. Mm -hmm. It was slimy. It was a butthole. And I'm not going to lie. It just like expands like a butthole. Like it opens up yeah. like a butthole. <laughs> Spent a lot of time looking at opening buttholes, have we? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I, per cat. 
damn it. Firefly was knocking over my speaker. I had to grab it. Um, I'm not going to lie. Part of me really wanted Ben Foster to stick his finger in it. <laughs> see if it clenched up. Yeah, see if it clenched. Because <laughs> he just gets stabbed by some of the, the pricklies. And he, he rips off the, the thing's face, which turns out to be its mask. And that's when we see this butthole. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's so dumb. Why did they do? Why did anybody stop them? Because you can't make her alien a butthole. Because you remember how you were saying I sound like I was James Cameron pitching the Terminator to like Ryan or whoever. Um, I feel like Rupert Wyatt went into the, the offices of uh, who the hell made this? I don't even know who made this. Company correct DreamWorks. What? DreamWorks, Amblin, Lighthouse, and Getaway. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. So, There's so, a lot of studio yeah. names. Ripper Wyatt went into DreamWorks and says, no, you have to understand, the alien has to be the butthole because it represents the butthole of society. Right? <laughs> That's but, what our legislators are. <laughs> they're all a bunch of assholes. Yes, they're assholes. <laughs> Let's make them literal assholes with hair. <laughs> <laughs> Butthole. Butthole. And normally I cut out the stupid thing I because we you know because I, I did a break there because obviously any long recordings we do we always you know it's, it's good practice to split it in chunks and normally when I count down five four three I'll say something stupid right before I say my first thing to make Tara either laugh or shake her head at me in a disapproving way. Normally I cut out the stupid thing I said, but I think it's I'm, like. 80% of the time me shaking my head. Yes. Uh, every so often I get a winner. Every so often I get one that I'm like, I'm proud of that one. Yes, I, I, I nailed it. I got a laugh. But I'm keeping that one in. That butthole chat could just stay. <laughs> <laughs> like you were laughing. Like you were sitting there giggling. Because <laughs> yeah. I still see its face. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a fish. <laughs> I was trying to emulate asshole face. Apparently, I was not achieving it. Uh, oh boy! Some may say I've got a face of an asshole, but I mean that's that's they, they mean something different. That's fine. This movie sucks, man. <laughs> right, we have to actually talk about what the main gist of the plot is here. Uh, we'll get to the the, st the start and the end of it, I suppose. But I think I want to talk about just the main because I'd say like an hour of the middle of the movie is about this like plan that the the resurgence or the resistance have got, uh, which is to try and blow up this like like assistant mayor dude. Uh, who mm -hmm. is going to be speaking at their Unity Day celebration, which is in a big football stadium? And you know, he's like, "Oh, your crime is the lowest ever. Unemployment's right. the lowest ever." Yeah, this is. Well, we got that really awesome trailer. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's this convoluted plan where they have to. First of all, they've all got trackers in them. Like it's just a part of society. They have to like get this cut out, like you know, on the hush hush. This like you know, black market doctor. And they have to put in like other ones that are like clearance, like other people who are important and have clearance to get into the, the stadium who died, but the doctor's not reported them dead yet, so they've got like a little window where they can use it for, you know, espionage. Um, and they've got this bomb that's inside like a, it's like a gel, and it's like organic so it doesn't set off sensors, so they've got like a little slab of this that one guy is going to like slap on the, the congress or the mayor dude 
and it's going to blow him up. But there's a lot of time spent on the build-up to this plan happening, because there's, there's, like, you know, them shaving it, is that they call in the three or four volunteers who are going to do it, they come in, get their heads, like, shaved, they, you know, one guy shaves his face, they get their implants put in, they're trained, they're given pills, so if, if they're going to get captured, they have to, like, kill themselves. Um, and then there's the aftermath of the actual thing, where they're actually trying to leave and escape, and, you know, they get killed, kind of, one by one, and most of them at the buses, is where most of them get grabbed. Um... So we get this whole this whole sequence where where they're kind of sneaking in and um they, 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 they in fact do slap the gel on the on the on the mayor dude and he blows up and chaos happens and then they're on the run and the aliens come and get them the buses assuming they didn't kill them already it's in the middle of all this running away where we get the uh, the asshole face uh, yeah sequence. <laughs> I love how it's much I love how much me just saying asshole face is making you giggle. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. They had to show this to like investors and stuff right like producers and nobody said wait why does our alien look like a butthole oh wait we've moved on from that topic okay um no i think what you've just done there is you've solidified that this is something we're going to reference for years <laughs> every every time we're talking about an alien or monster design we're gonna be like yeah it's not great but it's no butthole face it's not a butthole yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and just okay. just think, by contrast though the xenomorph from alien is a giant penis it's a penis it head is. yeah it's what and it, it works. is it's terrifying and then another little penis comes out of the mouth like mm-hmm. the, it's all penisy and it's designed on purpose that way and it looks great yeah and the alien literally rapes you and impregnates you yeah, well, the face of it is that. I would say that the xenomorph itself, like, still penetrates you, so that the, the phallic imagery still goes with it. So, um, but serious business. Nothing that's fooling around, Tara. Come on, this is a serious podcast. We don't, we're not here to crack jokes about butthole faces. <laughs> I want to know at the end of this show, at the end of this episode, how much of this has been has been you giggling in the response to butthole face Ugh, the self-control i had for the first whatever however long we were talking about the mummy and stuff to not just bring up the butthole alien <laughs> <laughs> it's the one talking point you really wanted to bring up in this movie i couldn't believe it oh dear oh, God. so john goodman is tracking down and he's spying on uh what was the name of the character that I said was kind of the main character? Uh, Gabriel. Gabriel. Um, and his big brother's one of the guys that's in the mission to, you know, blow up the, the mayor did. Um, and they succeed, and the aliens are pissed, and all the cops are like, no, nah, we're just tracking these people down, and this is like, you know, number one, and blah, blah, blah. And John Goodman, earlier on in the film, like, like, met with Gabriel and said, you're working for me now, and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I... Right from the start of the movie, I says, I feel like the obvious twist in this movie is that John Goodman secretly actually also part of the resistance the whole time. Like, that he's not actually wanting like them to win. He wants to actually uh, take take them down. Um, and that is where it goes, but, mm-hmm. um, it, but, but, the, but the reveal is, is that the, the plan the whole time, like, the, the, the blowing up of the mirror wasn't the end game. That was just to then 
get get like Goodman in a place where he would become the 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 chief of police. He'd become the the commissioner. I think it was the, the exact rank. Um, right. Uh, become be- trusted because Kevin be Dunn able to go into the like the uh, yeah the the alien the mothership inhabited <laughs> zone or whatever. Yeah. Um, and because Vera Farmiga, we meet her early on. She's got like a relationship with um with John Goodman, and she's a prostitute, but. Her demeanor with him seems different than to like a you know a prostitute and a John you know no no pun intended mm-hmm. um, <laughs> a John <laughs> I don't even mean that that was just funny um, so it's like okay whatever but we find out at the end when they come in and kill her and we find out she was the one who was typing all the things at the start of the movie she's just got her secret little den in the back and we find out that she was she became a prostitute in the brothel specifically to extort information out of people who had information like the idea that she could sweet talk people in power into giving up intel uh which is really dedication you know that's dedication right there um and you know like so it sets up that and it sets up she had like a wire in the room to record everything and as john goodman's like giving all this evidence over they play one of the tapes and it's the commissioner who's there giving up information and he's mm. like you know ousted with everyone uh that's been arrested so John Goodman is now acting commissioner, and he, for the first ever time, is going to go in because we, we see the, you know the other commissioner go in earlier. He has to you know put on a breathing mask. He has to be sprayed, mm-hmm. you know, decontaminated. He has, get, he has to get rid of the human smell. Yeah, yeah, they like how how we smell. Uh, so they, they spray him, and you know, and as he's walking in, we see he's covered in the gel, like his entire body is covered in the gel. They set up earlier as an explosive, which it's fine like and like there's an emotional music playing it's at this point where gabriel's watching this old home home video from before the invasion and he finds out that john goodman who he knew was his dad's partner when they were cops but we also see that vera formiga was like their friend and she presumably and john goodman had a relationship after they met mm-hmm. at this, this this birthday party and we see that uh, alan ruck who's the newspaper guy who puts the ads and the, the classifieds which was like secret messaging for the resistance we see that he was there and one of their friends mm-hmm. as well we see that this is a tight group and that the whole time john goodman the whole everything was orchestrated so he could get into the aliens base so that he could do an even bigger explosion which would inspire and this is the thing the movie cuts to like white and then goes to like credits and, we, and the only thing we get to say that it actually worked is we see like on a map little like information things pop up saying oh humans yeah. mobilizing in new york oh human resistance fighting back in you know san this francisco movie had 25 million dollars and they couldn't show anything like you looked at the budget. I mean, that that tells me how much you went into it. You were like, oh, I need to know how much they spent in this piece of shit. I want to, <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, it made it was like twenty five million. It only made like eight million in theaters or oh, whatever. It bombed. Yeah, it bombed it hard. Sucks. Um, <laughs> but, how how uh, much of that twenty five million was funneled directly into the cast? Right. I, I don't know. I think it was funneled directly into the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> it's <so> dumb. <laughs> Why would they go? Why would they go with a butthole inside? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. They had to know it looked bad. It looked like a butthole. <laughs> oh. yeah. What a mistake. The, the, you made Planet of the Apes. What's wrong with the, you? The, the, the butthole was a mistake. <laughs> Oh my god, okay. So, it's maybe this big emotional revelation that, 
you know, like they, they all knew each other, and secretly this was what it was built to the whole time. John Goodman wasn't a bad guy. He was building up to doing this. He's sacrificing himself just like everyone else did. And this is where, like, if the, if, if, if the rest of the movie actually made me care about these characters and it built up to this at a reasonable pace, because as much as I think, you know, this was a really long 1 over 40 because I didn't like the movie that much, or 1 over 50, I think it was actually. Um, yeah. Like, I actually, I wish it was slower paced. Let me get to know these characters. Let me, let me feel an atmosphere of like tension because they're on. They're, everything has to be in secret. Let me feel all these things. Everything's so quick and like, I barely get to but know those, anyone. The, those are the scenes I hated the most. Like all the espionage scenes where they're like passing on notes. Oh and, sure, because it made up like, half the damn movie. Yeah, it was so boring <laughs> and I, I don't care about all this crap if i don't care about what the characters are actually trying to achieve i don't care about it yeah. so i don't care about the espionage antics are why wasn't this movie what the trailer <sighs> the teaser trailer was teasing me like i wanted it to be that like I, we I, live I, in a time where it would be so perfect for I, this I actually, kind of science fiction allegory do you know what i actually think it's a mistake this is a movie i think this is a bit this is a 10 episode tv show in order to do this properly and like set up all the characters and set up the, the overall mission I, I can see this as a 10-episode show. A good 10-episode show. I honestly can. Not if it's on Netflix. <clears throat> Why? Because they make garbage. <laughs> oh, come on. Netflix make tons of great stuff. Uh, they make okay stuff. No, Stranger Things is fantastic. Dark is fantastic. Mindhunter is coming back next month. That's really good. Glow is really good. They, they make tons of great stuff. The Away People is really good. Glow is okay. I watched the first season. I have a I had a it's blast okay. with Glow. No, Glow's great. I no no. <laughs> Shut your butthole. It's okay. <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is working very well today. I wonder how next on next week's episode, if I just randomly say butthole at some point, if it'll if the, if the same effect will happen, I can just use it to shut yeah. you up whenever it need be. I don't think so. We'll be talking about uh, whatever movie we're talking about next week. I, th- I, th- I think we're do- I think we're doing the Patreon vote winner next week. I think we're doing Mother. Uh, like, can I halfway through just like, mention Butthole just to set you off and just no? But you could mention Ovipositors. That'll make me giggle. <laughs> make you what? Mention what? Sorry. Ovipositors. Ovipositors. Yeah, it's a thing that I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that a thing that uh, that moth? Moths have to like get food. No, you may be right. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that much about moths. I get really smart when I put my glasses on. So <laughs> I start using big words. And sometimes I can't catch up. <laughs> yeah, I'm all intimidating now. It's all right. I've got a solution. I've got a solution. Butthole. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Such a stupid design. It's working though. Um, so yeah, um, so it's just funny. Like I feel like I normally go through the movie in more detail, like sort of you know general plot beat to plot beat. The problem with this movie is though, is it's so much of it is all these quick cuts of people passing notes or passing like items or, um, like it just like none of the individual scenes really stick out to you that much except the ending there's, and the actual explosion. There's scene. one scene in the middle where Gabriel's being chased by these hybrid like biological slash machine bees with suction cups on them yeah but it's, it's like suction cups but the, the suction parts like flesh it, it, it was like um i don't know like 
it was something like they were looking. It was like they're going for like a Cronenberg style thing, was, like. Uh, if the faces are buttholes, this was like if someone turned a butthole inside out and then just put it against glass. That's what it looked like, and it was like sort of squidging about. Yeah, it was about. more like it had a fleshy condom around it. And they were like, Bleh. Yeah. I don't know. Bleh. 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 I still not fail to make you laugh though. It's worked every time. I've done it like ten times at this point, and it's still working. Uh, I don't know if, it, yeah, I don't know how much longer I could do that, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> so bad. All right. Okay. Let's, let's let's be professional. Let's move on from the buttholes and <laughs> and talk <laughs> and talk about <laughs> talk about whatever else is left. And I don't know if there is much else left because I feel like, like I say, well, so, so... I brought up that scene because. I think that leads to him being like trapped in a car with the butthole alien and yes. the butthole alien doesn't blow him up instantly. Like for some reason he's stopped by like a, a cloth barrier, <laughs> like a blanket <laughs> <No>. <laughs> prevents him from getting to Gabriel. Yeah. He's got this collar thing that he puts on every so often to like stop being tracked. I think this is what that yeah. does. Um, yeah. Like blocks it. Yeah. It's an inhibitor. Mm. see i can say smart words too you're right no it's not all buttholes uh well you have glasses on too so that's true I, I always have the glasses on though so maybe i need to take them yeah. off for a little while so so my brain remembers to be dumb for a while and then i'll, I'll you'll notice the smartness when i put them back on <laughs> or the intelligence is the word that most people would, would probably use not smartness well you don't have your glasses on exactly so of course you would go with smartness Oh, indubitably, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, you haven't watched that movie. What movie? The, uh, fuck. What's it called? The uh, uh, Six Days in Hell or something? Seven Days in Hell? Seven Days of Hell? Oh, I'm going to look it up. It's an HBO movie um, with the rock star guy, Reno 911 guy. And Kit Harrington. It's I, so good, but it's that's what indubitably reminds me of. I don't know. Because Kit Harrington is like notoriously dumb in the film, but he says indubitably because he knows it's a smart word that makes him sound smart because he's British. <laughs> uh, I can't say I say indubitably a lot. I think it's your fault. You made me think of data. And then I thought of data being Sherlock. Seven Days in Hell, HBO movie. It's only forty-three minutes. Forty-three minutes. It is so funny. Yeah. Okay. Just, just watch it. It's okay. Noted. Noted. Seven Days Everybody in Hell. Everybody listening, watch it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Indubitably. Mm -hmm. Yes. Indubitably. Butthole. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, is there anything else to talk about in the movie itself? I don't know if there is. Like I. Sucks. <laughs> I mean, why does it suck though? That's just re-sum our thoughts here as to why it sucks, right? You don't get time to actually get to know any of the characters or really get a, a good understanding of what... I mean, you understand what the, how the world is, but not to the extent where you really kind of want to see change in it because you don't care about any of the characters. There's so much exposition mm -hmm. that feels really clunky. Um, the pacing is really weird because it's all these quick little scenes and not a lot of 
you know, in-depth scenes where you really get to sink your teeth into what's going on. Uh, those would be my main complaints. Uh, plus butthole aliens are so dumb. <laughs> are we rating it? Yeah, we could we could rate rate Captive State. What what are you what are you rating it? Yeah, this movie's garbage. It has a lot that a lot of other movies that could be made from this that would be good. Like really anything else. But uh, the acting, for some reason, even though they have great actors and actresses, um, they're they're not good in this. And I have to put it all on the director here because uh, I know he could make a good movie. I've seen it, but um, I don't know what I don't know what the deal was with this one. And I'm confused by the alien design, uh, the character choices why we spent so much time just passing papers around um and i uh, i don't like this movie at all it what? it's got i didn't i did not get that from what you said before <laughs> how do uh, i swear for the last minute barely watchable in my opinion <laughs> um i got really bored at the end the big reveal where everybody actually knew each other i didn't care about um there were a couple good effects i guess you got to see fire at one point. That was kind of cool. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give it a 2.5. You got to see fire at one point, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I, I don't think I can quite go as low as 2.5. And It's, well, it's barely uh, a Mystery Science Theater movie. Barely above, <laughs> I should say. No, but here's, here's the thing, though. Like, I have given many a one and two in my time and two point fives, and I know what those those numbers mean to me. Uh, thank you, Screams After Midnight, for all those wonderful films. Um, I was gonna, I was, I finished the movie at like a three or a three point five, and then after we talked about it, like, no, this movie's garbage. I, yeah, I, I think I am going to go with a three out of ten. But all. Butthole, butthole, a butt, butthole. <laughs> you make me butthole, and I want a butthole. No, I'm over it. You're over it. Okay, okay. You can't over break it. me. All right. Okay, fine. Tara's not getting broken anymore. We're past it. We've gotten serious. No more silly nonsense on this show. No more silly butthole talk. On this, this is a serious podcast. Yes, yes. Despite the fact that the last hour might have said otherwise, um, this is a serious show about serious films uh, with intellectual discussion. Thank you very much. People who wear glasses because they are serious. Yes, indeed. And not because they're trying to cover up a swollen eye. <laughs> certainly not in my case <laughs> so yeah that's captive state that is that is the that's the movie um yeah i mean that might be the the least we've talked about the movie in the review i don't know in one of these episodes <laughs> we tangent all the time we do tangent a lot but i feel like we do talk about the movies more than we did there but i think it's because this movie is so thoroughly uninteresting uh despite the fact that it's playing with so many ideas that should be interesting and could be yeah, exciting, be. but that's what it is. 
So that is a captive state. Um, Do we have something better? <laughs> I think it's a, I, I think it's Mothra. Let me just double check that uh, and confirm it. But I think it is Mothra. Um, do 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 do. It is indeed Mothra. Uh, we got Mothra awesome. next week, uh, and just to get you excited, the week after that is Terminator Two. So, um, oh right, we got original Mothra and then Terminator Two. Uh, good things are coming. It's exciting, and you'll get all the action here on the Atomic Cinema Experiment. Um, Stick around, where we value your buttholes. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay no more butthole talk i promise i promise i'm done all right um that is that is kind of wrapping up the show though um which is actually a shorter episode given the last few uh, so apologies for that but we'll have more interest is it really things. yeah this is like just over an hour oh that's not short <laughs> we've had like several hour 90 like 90 to 100 minute episode recently <clears throat> a couple of had two hours well i mean yeah a rocket man Deservedly so. <laughs> now, that was a movie. By, that was a movie. By a lot of butthole jokes. I mean, it may not have <laughs> seemed at the time, but in hindsight, fart, don't think so. It's fart, a family film. Farting's a butthole joke. Don't 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 you sit there and tell me that <laughs> the act of farting is not butthole related because it absolutely is. <laughs> it's because he ate all that like anchovy paste. <laughs> yes uh so yes join us next time for for the original mothra and mothra. that's my best version of the song <laughs> that that was that was beautiful tar Be- absolutely beautiful <laughs> um come back next time for uh what i promise will not feature any of tar singing <laughs> so... oh i can't promise that <laughs> Uh, I can't sing often enough. You may as well be able get away with it. Um, so, yeah, uh, you can let us know what you think of the movie in the comments and all that jazz. Uh, but, of course, you can support the show. Where can people support the show, Tara? You can check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash TV, And you can donate a dollar per month. That's it. And you'll get free stuff. Well, free dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> Give us a dollar and you'll get free stuff. That's not how that's not how free stuff works. <laughs> I, when I put on my glasses, well, I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> what? I guess I don't understand how consumerism works. Maybe that's why I don't have any money. I keep getting all this free stuff from stores. But they just ask me for money. Um. Anyway, so you can get cool things for a dollar like these episodes a week early and you get to uh have some bonus episodes i'm I'm struggling because my kitty cat's being so sweet Uh, okay Um, you get a bonus episode of this show once an exclusive bonus episode that you only get on patreon so that's one dollar per month and you get access to that uh, plus early access to the regular episodes and access to other shows and bonus episodes for other things that we do on the network. Um, yeah. All that stuff. See, I just need to screw up every week and that way you can just take over and <laughs> do the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, and as, as we said at the start of the show, we now have an email address for questions, which is Tara? Oh, it's um, Monster Frogger Telethon 
Victor questions at gangstermail.com. That's MFTV questions at gmail.com. Yeah, I had speaking code. <laughs> we do want the audience to understand it, Tara. You do, you do realize that. It's going to be in the description. I mean, you can just leave a YouTube comment. I don't understand the difference. <laughs> of what? Of, well, why, why do we have an email when you can just ask questions in the YouTube comments? Because it may be a, a long thing. They, they, they want to put some bits they don't want us to read on. On, okay. uh, on air um oh, okay also what about all the audio listeners it's like the uh it's like the health class when it's like you're too embarrassed to ask a question and like be known so you have the like anonymous box that you can ask the question in like sure but and there's always like three people saying how many calories is semen <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't imagine a lot, but I mean, I've not looked into it. Um, well, yes, but the, the 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 real point I was going to make there is what about the people who listen to the audio podcast and don't watch it on YouTube? Why aren't you watching it on YouTube? It's way more interesting. Okay, that's your answer. All right. Um, so yeah, ask us questions. You can ask us questions about uh, the movie we just did uh, for next week, or ask us anything about sci-fi movies or tasting movies or whatever. Um, and that's that's all fine. Just remember to put the ace in the subject uh, line and um, make sure you put your name at the bottom. If you don't want us to read your name, that's fair. Just let us know not to read your name. But we still want to know who it came from, just so we can keep track of who's sending us things. Um, Damn it! For obvious reasons. So yeah. I can't submit a question. <laughs> you, know, you you can laugh at that all you want, but Matt's already cracked that joke. I'm already on on the ball with policing other mailed fuzzers from <laughs> sending in their own questions. If I, if I if I get any emails saying, "Oh, Tara, how do you look so pretty? Oh, how do you do it? Can you explain why you're so amazing?" Like, I'm going to raise that's a red flag, right? <laughs> it's a red flag. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if someone sends, I'm never a- gonna do that. So mm-hmm. uh, if you do get something like that, you can just let me know that you know somebody submitted that. That's cool. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, if anyone wants to send in uh, emails like that about me, then by all means, uh, I'll read them on air, of course. And just so you know, they go directly to Peter. So if you want to send like pictures and stuff, I'm not gonna get them. <laughs> Wait, are you trying to get me dick pics? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> well- <laughs> That's always a risk. Yes, I'm the one who sees them. So if you if you're planning to send a dick pic, it'll be me who sees it. Um, I'd rather I'd rather not. Um, but I mean, it's the cost of fame. <laughs> someone's going to do it now as a joke. Someone's going to send it. Maybe not of their own dick, but someone's going to just get a picture of a dick online and send it to that email address as a joke, just because you said that. Are you kidding? They're gonna send buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> of course they are. I mean, I'll send you a picture of like Richard Nixon. There's a dick pic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tell you're not much, you're, you're not much of a comic nerd because the joke I always make is Dick Grayson. But you know, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So we have an email just for questions. So please do send in questions. Uh, 
And depending on how long the shows are running, we'll maybe pick a couple uh, from time to time to address and discuss and and so on and so on. Uh, so do that. Um, You're right. This is a very good thing. And I appreciate all listeners and viewers of Mild Fuzz and the Ace. All six of you. Thank you. <laughs> that was that was like so unsincere. I don't even... <laughs> I, I, I swear I'm sober. Like, you know, I think I'm just tired. <laughs> tired on butthole love. Um, ah, butthole love. Whoa. <laughs> I meant love of a good butthole, not love in the butthole. Oh. Can we make that the title of this episode? That that is obviously you can support us other ways by liking and subscribing, all that usual stuff. Uh rate the podcast on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts or whatever you're using. Helps us people find the show. Um and if this is your first ever episode, I promise we actually do have some serious we're discussion sorry. about the movies, you know, most of the time. It's just mm-hmm. every so often you a have a clenched up right now. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, there's at least five jokes in my head that I'm holding back. Um, so, <laughs> anything else you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's official. Tara's funnier than Tim. I'm saying it. Tara just, just. Oh no no no! Never. Tara just went ahead of Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's stupid it's so dumb <laughs> oh that was perfect this is uh this is so unusable let's, let's, let's just grab this and do it over <laughs> you want to have a captive state a second time <laughs> none of this is usable <sighs> alright <laughs> that has been that has been a uh, uh, the Atomic Cinema Experiment, the Ace, our sci-fi movie podcast. This has been episode, I want to say 17, maybe 18, something like that. <laughs> something in that range. Um, but uh, thank you very much uh, for for the watching and the listening. We always appreciate it. Uh, keep watching sci-fi movies and computer at buttholes. I'm not going to say it. You need to say it. Say your thing. <laughs> <laughs> No. Say your thing. Cut. Cut. No, cut. not cut. We're still rolling. That's just still the show, baby. Come on. Let's you do it. You can edit it in if you want, but I'm not saying it. I will take it from a previous episode just to make you look a fool. <laughs> so funny. We're wearing different clothes. <laughs> I'm going to put back in me saying it just so that I can, you know, because they'll hear us arguing and then I'll say it again and then I'll have you say it from something else. Cut. <laughs> Cut the show. It's over. Keep watching sci-fi movies and computer at buttholes. Yum yum. <laughs> 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 <laughs>